Miscellaneous questions and answers relating to Tubishvat. The 15th day of Shvat. So we will relate here to a number of questions in the realm of Bircha Senenen of blessings over fruits that are commonly eaten on Tubishvat. As stated in Svarim, and as recorded in our corresponding article, it is a customary to eat estric jelly on Tubishvat. And now the question. What blessing is to be said when you eat estric jelly? So as is known, in estric jelly, the main food item is the peel, the white rind of the estric. As estrogen have barely any actual juice in fruit. Now regarding the peel of a fruit, it's explicitly recorded in the Shulchan Aruch and Paiskim, in chapter 202, Allah 9 in the Al-Tabi Shulchan Aruch and Aseder B'Chasanen in chapter 6, Allah 4 and 15, that the peel of a fruit is not ha'etz, as they are not the main part of the fruit. Now, though in truth this matter is under dispute in the Paiskim, practically the Allah is we do not recite the blessing of Ha'etz on appeal. So the question is regarding the marmalade. The estric jelly, what bracha should it receive? So the truth is that even the estric itself, the fruit itself, receives the blessing of Shahaka when it's eaten, being that it's not a generally eaten fruit. And therefore, Estragim, like lemons, are never really Ha'etz. So seemingly, certainly, the peel itself should be Shahaka. However, in truth, the Pais can record that estric jelly is the bracha of Ha'etz. The reason for this is quite simple. As you see, the main part of the fruit of the estric is the rind, the peel, and not the fruit, as well as that is what it's cultivated for. And therefore, based on the ruling of the Paiskim by an estric, the peel is considered the main part and not the fruit itself. Furthermore, its purpose is to be either coated with chocolate or turned into jam. And when it enters that state, it is edible to all and very tasty. And therefore, when one turns the peel of the estric into a jam, its blessing becomes Bayri Priha 8. So to summarize, the blessing on estric jam is Bayri Priha 8. So writes the Orchus Chaim, the name of Minchas Pitim, Piske Chuvis, the Luch of Rav Prost, the Luch of Seder Bechasanenin in English, the Luch of Rav Alishvin, Seder Bechasanenin, and many other Malakdim of today. And regarding it, the blessing of Shechianu should be said when eating estric jelly. So several of the Paiskim deal with this question, and they all conclude that a blessing should not be said of Shechianu. And the reason for it is because the estric does not have any real season and growth throughout the year. Others say it is due to the fact that, as we explained before, estragum are not eaten plain and are only eaten after they are cooked. Others say the reason is because when we said Shechianu over shaking Lulav on Sukkis, it covers also the Shechianu over the estric. Whatever the case, so is the conclusion of the Paiskim that Shechianu is not recited over eating Esrik. So rules the Yaivitz in the Siddur, the Eshlav Rama Butchach, like at Ayesher, Ha'alaf Lachoshleim, the Ksav Seifer, Meyashkenazi, Alochis Ketanis, Sharafrain, Berhetiv, Mishnabura, and other Achreinim. Another fruit that we eat on Tubishvat is Carib, otherwise known as Boxer, or Charuvim in Lashon HaKadosh. Now, should a blessing of Shechianu be recited over it? So some Paiskim rule that the blessing of Shechianu should not be recited over Carib, as number one, it doesn't have a season and is on the tree throughout the year, and as well as that it's not considered a fruit of importance, a chash of a fruit that people eat, and therefore does not deserve the blessing of Shechianu. However, in the diary of Rabbi Chadikov from the 15th of Shvat of the year 5718, he writes that he had asked the Rebbe this question, if one should say Shechianu over Boxer, and the Rebbe said that in Russia, they would indeed recite this blessing of Shechianu upon eating carob. However, this requires further analysis, being that the Al-Tabba writes in the Seder B'Chasanen in chapter 6, Elachawan, that carobs are not generally found in Russia, 
and are not available to be eaten, and therefore he doesn't, didn't bother writing the laws relating to them. Likewise, perhaps the eating of carob in Russia was more acceptable than it is today in Western society. So it is unclear if one can deduce anything from this statement in the diary of Rabbi Chodikov. Thank you for listening to ShuhanArcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at ShuhanArcharav.com under the daily Halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many Sepharim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.